0: Ladies, gentlemen, guys, and gals, welcome to the Shining Spotlight that our episode with your host, Nico Cloud9, aka Irvin. What's up? And Glyph, award-winning creator, cartoonist, illustrator, master cuteness, Shauna J. Grant. Hi. Hey. hey, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it
1: absolutely no
2: problem oh yes so i have to ask because of course you know seeing your work you know you're definitely like i would say someone you know with having like the magic like kind of like having a comic where or a web comic that's more in the <laughs> magical girl genre i, I feel like you're a, you have to be a big inspiration for people you know like on the western side of the world you know when it comes to the whole magical girl genre and of course, looking at, you know, how you kind of, you know, made your start, you know, in terms of, you know, on the convention circuit. So can you tell people a little bit about Pris- Princess Love Pwn, you know, like a little bit about the story for those who may not be yeah. familiar with
1: it? So um, Princess Love Pwn is my magical girl webcomic. She fights with hearts and kisses. And um, the story is about a young girl named Leah who is in high school, kind of thinking about her future, but also kind of like, man, I don't know what I want to do as an adult. And luckily for her, she literally gets hit in the head with her magical mascot, who's like, you can become the envoy of love, Princess Lupin. And she's like, heck yeah, I'll be a magical girl. That's totally like way easier than you know real life, right? And so she becomes the protector of people's hearts, and saves them from being devoured by the dark queen who wants to eat your you know depressed feelings (laughs) and um What was very important for me in doing this comic was showing that you could be strong with the use of empathy rather than, you know, brute force. So Princess Love Pond uses her words to help people through their emotional distress. And she, again, literally like fights monsters with kisses and hearts and, um, yeah.
0: (laughs) No, definitely. (laughs) And um and it's funny you mentioned uh you know she just gets bonked on the head you know, and it's kind of how the whole thing starts. So when I was checking out the story, I, I thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, she didn't even question the powers bestowed to her, she was just like, Hey, let's roll with it.
2: I know and I thought I saw it. that same thing too going through it. I was like, I'm like, wow, okay, you know, we're just going through, you know, these steps, it's not really you know, it's not like in the same fashion where a lot of stories you have like this whole like let me test the powers, you know, and all that. So she's pretty much mm-hmm. just you know, just there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like for Leah it, it wasn't like um something unknown to her cuz she kind of was already obsessed with magical girls. Like her favorite is Astro Bunny. So she's like, "Yes, yes, I want this." <laughs>
0: But uh let's see, we got a, we did get a couple comments in. Marcio Grey, yes, 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 <laughs> more black magic, girls, Jesus, emojis there <laughs> coming out. Jeffrey Lily, another great creator on the show tonight. Yes, oh. yes, indeed.
2: <laughs> All right, so I wanna jump into some some um you know some real stuff when it comes down to how this concept came about with Princess Love Pwn, right? So, mm-hmm. of course, you know, looking at the story, right? Someone will think, okay, it's magical girl. They may not really know much outside of, like, let's say, for example, Sailor Moon. You know, and I know Sailor Moon was a is, was a massive influence for you, at least, you know, in terms of wanting to get interested in creating comics, like, you know, professionally, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to know what was the creative process when you actually came up with the full concept for Princess Love Poem?
1: Um, okay. Uh I wanna say I put a lot of thought into this, but like honestly, like after I started it, I was like, man, I probably should have planned a little more. But but basically um it came down to me wanting to make a webcomic because i went to the school of visual arts for cartooning so that's what i got my bfa in and then after that me and my friends were like hey we have no jobs let's do anime conventions so i you know did like prints like you see behind me for uh several years after that and it was like yeah, i really should draw comics because i, I want to get into publishing comics and stuff so the best way to do that and what i will always tell anybody who wants to get into comics the best way is to just draw a comic so i, I want to start a webcomic and i was kind of stuck between doing a superhero comic which i don't know some people would see me and be like what really but yeah <laughs> it was either that or draw something like really, really cute and shojo and romancey, because I was like, I really like drawing cute girls. So, you know. Hmm. Wait, so if you <laughs> were gonna do
2: like the the superhero concept, like what was like what was the idea that you were gonna do with that in Princess Love? Party, um,
1: or were
2: you where were you weren't really all the way there with that yet in terms of the whole I idea? I
1: did have an idea. It was actually going to be a comic that I used to draw in college called Oh Panda. And it was very much like a comedy superhero spoof comic because I grew up watching like Justice League and Batman and everything. So I I loved it, but also like come on, superhero stuff is also like hella ridiculous. But um. So it was about a crime-fighting panda with a cape who did not talk. He just said raw, but he was very deep and poetic, like his his words had meaning to them. And his sidekick was Cheer Girl, who was a cheerleader, and she was kind of like jaded about the whole thing because she really wanted to make a difference in the world. But she was the sidekick to a giant panda. And nobody that they helped really, you know, gave much of a hoot that they're doing all this work. So she's like, you know, man, like, this really sucks, you know, like, but Panda's like, raw, it's like, fine. Like, yes, justice, okay, whatever. And they would just fight like these really weird, ridiculous monsters and characters and stuff. And like, uh, one of my favorite characters was this girl named Bebe and her theme was she loved to date everybody she's like you know what you're a nice person i'm gonna give you a chance let's go out let's have dinner but everybody she dated ended up being like evil or a monster or something <laughs> she just had terrible taste so she was like a damsel in distress who really wasn't like that distressed about <laughs> and, uh, It was just like I just wanted to do something like just fun to like just make fun of superhero tropes and everything and um but I decided I wanted to do something like really cute and shoujo and romancey so I was like well let me make like a magical girl story because I really like magical girls and um I just started doodling you know designs for love pawn and um like the inspiration for it kind of came out of like different things, like a lot of imagery and also like my own feelings, you know, like I do tackle um, issues with like anxiety and depression, and when you're in those dark moods, sometimes you're like, man, like wouldn't it be great if I could just temporarily take out my heart and not feel anything right now? And so (laughs) that kinda is where I got the concept for like the dark queen wanting to eat people's hearts. And so like literally like they lose their hearts when they're like really overcome with like depression and stuff. And Love Pond's job is to, help them through that. So, you know, they're not depressed anymore. And, you know, they find the strength to work through it and not get their hearts eaten and, you know, fall into forever coma.
2: <laughs> yeah, I even noticed, like, even in, what was it, chapter two, like, they're focused on, like, the um, fear of rejection, you know? And yes. I think that's something probably everybody can identify with, you know, being, like, kind of scared <laughs> of that, you know, the whole thing where you're, like, you do want to just, like, shut down, like, one of the characters, you know, shut down and Leah had to you know, go ahead and, like, rescue her to kind of, you know, save her, you know, so that she Mm -hmm. could actually, you know, have the courage, you know, to, you know, make that step. But um, in any case, I think we have a few more questions that have rolled through. It's the next. Another great creator on the show tonight. Sailor Moon is a cult, and I am a proud follower.
1: (laughs) She is my lord and savior.
2: (laughs) All right. uh, we have absolutely 90% of the game is getting your work out there. Don't be afraid. Create. Okay, next one. Um, the cultural collision and mixing is always fascinating. The more mixing, the sweeter and more interesting the cake is. All right. Marcel Gray, that, that is something that I admired the most about Sailor Moon, how it conveyed their emotions, their day-to-day lives. I've always wanted to see someone like me in that anime.
0: Oh, yeah. And you're also, if I, if I saw correctly, like a fan of Steven Universe.
1: Yes, yes. I am a huge fan of Steven Universe. I, I like to call Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Sugar like my distant. Mm-hmm. I think she also attended my college. Like a lot of people attended my college. Uh, <laughs> but I love. Like this new boom of cartoons that are being made by anime geeks, and just seeing like all the references, like when they just threw out like the Utena like imagery, and I'm just like, yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if uh if many others you know checked out that series uh but Utena was was definitely something that uh i didn't even know about until i was introduced to it on uh comcast on demand back in the day
1: oh
0: yeah you also know, i i knew none, uh, nothing about it and next thing i know it's got this whole fan base behind it and everything like, <laughs> I, I just always like something i found in on the corner of a hole and I was i was like That's pretty good
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I first um, saw the manga of it in the AmeriManga magazine that they used to publish back in the day. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is so pretty. And then I watched the anime and I was like, this is so like weird, but so good. And then you watch the movie of it and it's like, okay. <laughs> but it's really great. And it's another just awesome magical girl anime. And I love magical girls. <laughs>
2: I I have to ask, have you ever um actually um read or watched Wedding Peach?
1: Yes. <laughs> of I had to ask. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm like I don't think but, I ever finished it, but I did used to watch some of the episodes when they were on um the anime network, I think it was.
2: Okay, okay. Um I have a few things to say about it. I don't want to say it on here. Not anything bad, you know, it's actually some good stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But in any case, um, moving on, I do want to ask who are actually your influences in terms of your, not just your style, but even like with, you know, in art, but in writing.
1: Mm, That's a hard question. Um, (laughs) uh, Like I read, I don't know, I read so much, but um, let me see. Uh, I feel like I wanna go back down into like, <laughs> like memory lane. Uh, like I know when I was young, I was obsessed with the artist Koge Dambo who did like the designs for Jijikara and um, one of my favorite, favorite manga at the time was her um, Pitatan series, um, which I was really into, really obsessed with, like looking at photos. I'm really embarrassed now. I'm like, mom, why did you not stop the weeaboo in me? Like, what <laughs> you better let me do? It. Like, like I used to, like the character, the main character in it, Misha had like these little bunny things on her head and I bought a headband that much so it was like her cosplay headband and i wore that like into college like people knew me as like the bunny ear girl and i'm just like damn i was deep <laughs> so like that definitely like kind of like influenced like um like my eyes the way i draw eyes like i draw like, like big i like to call it like the big googly eyes and then um as i got older and into college i kind of Wanted to take on like more of an American style. Like, a lot of my classmates had like that indie cartoonist style going on. And if you read indie comics, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's just ended up going into like this marriage of anime and like Western cartooniness, and um, and still, like, I. I I have answers, but my mind is, like, going blank because I just, like, like so many different things. So I'm like, wow, I really like this art. Um, okay. Well, no, trust me, <laughs> I get it.
2: When, when you're a really big fan of something, it's like, you know, you
1: this guy gets on me all the time about that,
2: like.
1: um, But there is um, an artist, a webcomic artist, um, Amanda um, LaFrez. Oh, I'm saying her name right. They, they, um... She does this webcomic called Love Me Nice, which is like, if you like Roger Rabbit, like yeah. that's basically kind of like her story, but like a more mature take on it. And um, I always really liked her inking and the way that she does her screen tones. Like um, she's, such, she's such a sweet artist too. So that was like a big influence on my comic work. I do like to use the whole screen tones and stuff in my um comic work now. Um, I like to keep things like really simple <laughs> for most of it. <laughs> that's why Princess Love is like just pink because I was like, I don't want to do a full color. Of course, now I'm doing full color stuff and I'm like, oh no, this, I, I know why I didn't want to do this. <laughs> um, but I love art that's just like really like poppy and really nice inking. I really admire like gorgeous inking and everything. Um, there's another artist called Minnie Kim, she is a French artist, and I feel like, uh, what's her series called that was published here? I think it's called um, Nola something Nola, but it was like a three book series. I saw it at SPX one year, and just bought them all. And it's so colorful, and she kind of has like this sort of anime influence into her, which you know, fr- the, I think French um, French art does have like a lot of anime influence to it. Like there's a lot of anime there, and um, it's really colorful, but also have, like kind of like this rubber hose sort of anatomy, and it's like it's really really cool. So so those are some artists that I really really like.
2: <laughs> no, definitely yeah. I, um, in terms of uh like artists and you know writers or whatnot, like I just think that really like I wish that you had a lot of more creators that drew as much inspiration as it you drew because i don't know like i feel like a lot of people in specifically the oel community Mm -hmm. you know like original english language like manga community everybody just looks at like the top guys they don't draw they don't draw inspiration from all around like and i know a lot of the creators you you were mentioning you know they're you know there's a wide spread of them so i really i'm definitely glad to hear that you know that i'm like and i'm not even surprised you know seeing as you know how acclaimed your work is you know that um (laughs) you know, you have such a variety of influence, you know, that's made you into what you are today. Um, Yeah,
1: it's it's definitely, like, taken a long time for me to figure out, like, what works for me and my art. Like, I grew up wanting to draw, like, gorgeous, beautiful, like, anime-looking art, you know, again, like I said, I was like, oh, I really love Koke Gambo, and then, um, more artists that my mind is blanking out on, but you know, uh, like, 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 comic, no, Full Moon, the artist of, of Full Moon, Osaka Shite, like, her art is so, so beautiful. And then, of course, you know, the artist of Sailor Moon, like, her art is like, her watercolor work is just like, wow. But, like, me and thin lines don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I learned that, and so I just I had to like shift my art to where it felt like comfortable for me, like it just like made sense for me. And so, this is, and I'm still like messing around with it every so often. I'm like, I hate how I draw eyes. I'm gonna draw different eyes. Let's let's like really
2: now, like you don't like. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like I mean, they like they all kind of have like that. Uh, well, I mean, obviously that cute feel to it. But I mean, I can't really tell. I mean, unless. This is just when you're talking about in your drafting stage, and you end up changing it after the fact. it's
1: like um, it's like a, it's like a every couple of months sort of thing, where I'm like, like let's try to tweak my art, and then I'll look for you know inspiration, and like I'm like, oh man, this artist draws like really cool stuff. I'm gonna like try to draw like them and figure out like what are you doing, and then eventually like it shifts back to like how I draw, but you know a little bit different. Yeah, you know, so sometimes it's nice to just try something different and see how you like it, and see what you can take from that into your art.
2: Now, really quickly, um, mm-hmm. uh, Nico, do um do we have any uh, pictures of like uh, Princess love Pwn or anything like that um, that you can pull up? I mean, because I'm trying to think, I don't think we've thrown anything up yet. I mean, I, I, like that particular like drawing right there, I really love that one, to be honest with you. I mean, a yeah, lot of it a I love.
1: Paints to work on. Say what? that was a
2: fun page to work on oh yeah you know definitely you know i don't know it's just like the the way that the line the the the, um i'm gonna say like the outlines of the characters or whatnot like they have really nice like i can tell that they have a nice silhouette if you were to actually just kind of like blacken the whole thing out you can already kind of see they're 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 identifiable or i should say you know in this case you know leah's really identifiable you know as a character um
1: yeah like i feel but, it makes me feel good that stuff is like really important i don't know if i ever consciously worry about it but it works out in the end, i guess so. <laughs> okay.
0: so could you uh well i guess we'll first get uh, get a couple of these uh comments in jeffrey lily oh sure when i bunch bunny years in public they just throw me out of the olive garden <laughs> And Ray Hama, you're beautiful, my lady. Hashtag Anime for Life.
1: <laughs>
0: Good stuff, Ray. Uh, so tell us a little bit uh more about kind of uh the creative process uh, uh with the with the series because uh one of the things I'm curious about is uh well one I know you I know you've done other works besides mm-hmm. uh Princess Love Upon. You know, you mentioned—you already mentioned one of them was uh, was all panda, and I believe it's a uh, fully titled thief in the night.
1: Yeah, that's one um, one of the short stories that I did in college. Um, I'm trying to was that one of my senior projects, maybe. Yeah, but um, I have other ones too. I just haven't. Yeah, I'm it's... really bad with my website.
0: No, you're you're fine. Cause I mean, you you know you know quite a bit on on, uh, on there actually. It was, it was like my cute girl, father's child. Uh, what was it? Cry baby, raindrops, Lost.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I was like, oh wow, just a whole roster here.
1: fast not even. Like, well, <laughs> oh
0: my god. <laughs> <laughs> really? No.
1: No, um, I've done I've done a lot of stuff. Um, I have Adventure done Time. Some, yes, yes, I've done covers for um Adventure Time. I probably could have done like interior pages if anxiety wasn't like, oh no, are, are they sure they want me to do like a test for this? Oh my God. But I did do the covers. Um, I've done, um, there's a anthology series called dirty diamonds, which is an all girl anthology book. And every year they had like a different theme. So I was in, I think three or four of them, I think. And, Maybe four. Oh my goodness! So uh, I've been published there, and that was kind of like my first, like, um, I feel like, like my first real place, like my actual like comic work was published in. So it was like really great. And the women who work on that series was like, they're they're so sweet, so amazing. Like everybody in those books are like totally amazing. Um, I've also been published in um, the Secret Love, the Secret Loves of Geeks which was um, published through Dark Horse Comics. So there's actually one year at Comic-Con that I was at a Dark Horse Comics table doing signings. And I was like, who am I right now? I'm totally killing myself. <laughs> um, I've been inside um, the art book, uh, Black Comics Returns, which was a really great honor because I remember seeing the original book for that in college. And if you haven't heard of Black Comics, um it's an art book that is full of all black artists yes i'm
2: familiar with it
1: i don't know how many books are out there that have that (laughs) so when i saw it i was like holy cow this is amazing like i hope i can be in a book like this one day and then one day john jenkins he emailed me and he was like hey we're doing a sequel to black comics would you be interested and i'm like are you kidding me?" so um, I got in there. Uh, I also have like a little There's an
2: encyclopedia of Black comics as well. Yes,
1: yes by Dr. Sheena Howard. Uh, i <laughs> and um, and now I have like uh, four different graphic novels that I'm working on with um, First Second and Scholastic, um, who are both yes, like of publishers of mine. So I'm just like. Man, I don't know how I'm doing all of this, but <laughs> this is pretty cool.
2: <laughs> so, actually, take me through that day when you actually found out that you were going to be doing that. Um, like, you got that deal with Scholastic, you know, I'm working with um, to do uh, Mimi and uh, Penelope. Uh, I can't even say it. <laughs> Mimi and Penelope.
1: Yeah. Um, so, Scholastic was really interesting because. Um, like I've pitched to other publishers before, like I get my first book deals are with first second, um, which was like really cool. Um, I think the article mentioned one of them it was just uh, about Rosa Parks and Claudette Colvin that I'm currently trying to like finish up. And um, I was reached out by an editor. He was like, hey, would you like be interested in doing a test for this. You know, I work with First Second and I'm like, I love First Second. Like, if you tell me, like, like, ask me, like, what's my favorite graphic novel publisher? It's, it's First Second, I love their book so much. So I was like, yeah. And then when I was at Block Comic Book Festival at the Schomburg in Harlem, I actually met another editor from First Second and, she came to me two years in a row, actually. One year was like, Hey, would you be interested in doing middle grade comics? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, here's my card. Let's be in touch. And I'm like, I'm not worthy. And then the next year she's like, hey, <laughs> let's do lunch. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I can't run away from that. And so um I ended up pitching um a memoir that I'm like currently like writing and and just I don't know how I'm managing my time right now, but it's it's happening. And then so um it was kind of like a not too hands-on, but also kind of hands-on. Like it was it was, it was just kind of like, okay, I guess this is how pitching comics work. So, um with Scholastic, it was like um I had an agent finally who I met at an Anime convention of all places. She's like, hey, are, are you looking for representation? And I'm like, yes, I need it. <laughs> and luckily we clicked and I was like, hey, I don't wanna work at Target. Um, I need a book, I need more money. Like I'm struggling, like let's figure something out. I'm gonna do a board book. I'm to do like a cute, simple picture book that I can pump out and get paid so I can finish my other books. And she's like, let's do it. And we did it and she sent it to her editor friends to get feedback and it was like, Board books are expensive. You're, you're not gonna pitch a board book. Like no one's gonna do that. You have to do a picture book. And I'm like, dang, I don't know if I have the time for that. But luckily, one of her um, someone that she used to work with who's still at Scholastic, because my agent used to be an editor at Scholastic, um, he was like, Shauna, I I need to work with her. I've been wanting to work with her for years. And I'm so let's let's talk. And we talked about it, and he was like, you should make this into a graphic novel for kids. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, so uh, my editors at Scholastic actually worked really close with me to develop my pitch for this, because they're like, we really wanna work with you, and we don't want anyone to say no at acquisitions, we're gonna get this out perfect. And so it was like um, several months you know, just going back and forth over story ideas and getting the outline, like, really, really tight. And then I drew all the art, and they were like, well, I don't know about this. Like, what about tweaking the story? And I'm like, okay, I drew more art. (laughs) And then finally, like, in the summertime, like, I was like, I think it's done. I think I'm ready. And they're like, yeah, let's let's, let's take those acquisitions. And then I'm just like, well, after all of that, I guess it would get picked up. What if it doesn't, and I'm still poor? <laughs> but luckily, like it got picked up. How long did it,
2: it take, like to like find out? Like, what was the time? Um,
1: period? let's see. I think it went to acquisitions. Or I handed it to my editors in like September, like around Labor Day. So I had to wait, you know, for like the vacation to go by, and then with Scholastic, since they work with like the um, with the schools and book clubs. They kind of shop it around there first to get support. And then they bring it to acquisitions. And if you don't know what acquisitions is, it's basically like a meeting where all the editors and people, they get together and they're like, look at all these stories, guys. Like, what do you think about this? Like, what should we publish? And so, you know, they're like, oh, this story's nice. Let's like publish it. So um, I think I got news back um, in October, I'm pretty sure like by the end of October I heard back and they sent this lovely little package and I'm like, wow, this is, oh, Scholastic. Okay. (laughs) And um, I feel like it's just like recently that it's like really sinking in. Like, okay, I'm working with First Second. That was like my dream publisher. You know, that was like my goal. But now I'm working with Scholastic, which was not even on my radar. Like I just never imagined that I would do that. And so I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, sometimes oh. unexpected things in a great way happen, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah! You know, thing,
2: I'm like, That's, that, is, that is really crazy, and it seems like it all happened like somewhat quick, you know, like one after another.
1: It was like really, it was really, yeah, it was really quick, like, you know, like, but I'm like really grateful that everybody like really enjoys my art. Um, you know, and even with my other publisher for a second, like, my editors are so supportive of me, you know, like, I've had, like... Well, it sounds like
2: if they're, like, hoping you even, <laughs> you said, with the, even, like, making sure that you had the correct pitch, you know, for Yeah,
1: it, so. and, like, even when it, like, came to being, like, you know, like, stuff is happening in my life, I'm really depressed, I can't touch my book work anymore, like, I've had my editor be, like, you know what, don't touch it for a few months, it's okay, we'll, we'll come back to it, and I'm just, like...
2: It's like your heart leaves your body.
1: Think, or, yeah, you know. Like
2: I, don't know, I had to make a reference. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I know that was like cheesy as all get out, but I was like I had to. But
1: yeah, you know. it's just you know because you want to make a good impression and and make sure that you know if people hear your name, you know behind the scenes they're like, oh, Shauna, you know she's good to work with. She does good art. So um, it's I'm just very very grateful that so far like everybody I have been working with has been you know so welcoming and supportive so um yeah
2: (laughs) really quick because we're at the halfway point of the interview for right now I just want to say if you are just joining this interview just to give you guys a heads up we are talking to Shauna J Grant the Glyph award-winning artist you know she is known for Princess Love Pwn, uh which is a webcomic series but she's also done many other works as well Um, So, of course, you know, there's links down below to her work if you're not familiar with her, but many of you probably are. um, So, of course, you know, if you are, you know, then, you know, keep on watching, throw your comments in in the comment section below. And if you're new to Shining Otaku, go ahead and give this video a like so it can spread the word on this video as well so that everyone can get involved with this video and check it out and subscribe as well. Um, Anyway, let's continue. (laughs) All right. And uh, let's see here. Do we have another comment here? All right. Ray Hama, y'all, y'all are awesome for doing this project. 100, 100, fire, fire. Yeah, I know that was literal. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Jeffrey Lilly, the Scholastic route is one I'd never considered. Great job exploring that avenue to getting published.
1: Thank
2: you. All um. right. Okay. So I'm curious, and this is going to be like, way out in left field, but I, I'm like I, I have to ask, because I ask almost everybody this, right? Do you have any rivals? I know it's like the, so, the weirdest thing to ask, especially when you're like, well this, like my comics are about love and everything, but it's like but I, I just have to know, I have to know, do you have any rivals when it comes down to, in a good way, like, or even I'll, I'll put it this way to you, do you have anybody who who you kind of, you guys creatively push each other?
1: Um... Yeah.
2: in the industry friends.
1: i wouldn't call her like a rival i don't want to like call anybody like a rival especially you know being a black woman and like the art industry i feel like we all just kind of like look out for each other you know but um i do have um one of my best friends from high school is yesenia moses um, and we like to joke to each other that we survived our high school because it was ghetto as all hell, <laughs> supposed to be an art school, but you know, it's New York city public school magnet blah, blah, blah. No, eh, no. Um, <laughs> but, um, she is a, um, twice published of uh, children's book artists now. And, um, yeah, and she she works really really hard. I admire her so so much. Her art is amazing. Um, her new book, um, Stella's um, Stellar Hair Day, just came out, and she's working with some big names in the future. And I'm just so excited and proud of her. And she you know checks in on me and you know cheers me on, which is great. I, I, sometimes I'm just like dang, like I don't know if I'm doing enough. Like my books aren't out. Yeah, I'm so slow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I love her. And there's like a lot of people in the industry that I really, really admire. I mean, there's like Steens, who um, has uh, her, her, their graphic novel um, archival, wow, why is everything plaguing out in me? But if you, her, her name's really simple. Steen's like, look her up, look them up and they're really, really great. And then you have like people like Jackie from Adorned by Cheese, like my idol when it comes to like having a brand and like as soon as I can lessen my plate, that's like my next goal is to start my own brand and have like cute merchandise and stop hiding at home when people are like I want to buy stuff from you and I'm like I don't want to handle this (laughs) um but yeah and she also has like a magical girl comic and she's like yeah you inspired me to do this and I'm like oh okay (laughs) um so yeah no no rivals just like lots of people that I admire
0: I, I didn't notice. I didn't notice the shop was uh was down on the site.
1: I'm down, but if people like bug me their email, you sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I'll ship that out for you. No problem. Oh, shoot, now they can just go
2: to Scholastic, you know, when, when it comes to her work, you know, that's what's yeah, gonna man, happen. why i why with a publisher, like mm-hmm. they'll
1: they'll handle all that stuff, and I can just hide
2: You know, <laughs> big time. You're gonna be like, who are you guys again? Yeah, you know, I'm messing with you, but yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh let's see here. Okay, do we have a I think we had a couple more comments come through? Um all right, Jeffrey Lilly. Oh wow, the hearts and kisses uh fights that are spring out of those r- rivalries are intense. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's see here. LMAO. Alright, I'm talking about hearts and sparks fallout for a five mile radius. Everyone walking around feeling all good. Or like feeling it. good all day. Sure. <laughs> All right. Marcel Gray, yes. Adored by she? So good! (laughs) All right. All right, let's see here. Okay. So, I'm also curious about this as well. When it comes to like, um, I would say like the, um, like the convention scene, obviously that's not going on too much now because you have COVID and, you know, that sort of thing, and you know, I'm pretty sure everybody's tired of talking about COVID at this point. You know, but with this new year coming up, you know, what are your plans in terms of, I guess you could say, um, you know, fan interaction? Are you gonna like? Are you basically just gonna be, um, you know, putting out your comics, you know, on you know via through Scholastic mm-hmm. online, or what are we expecting to see in terms of, um, of, uh, I would say, uh, your, um, your circuit, if even if it's online, if you get what I'm trying to yeah.
1: say, um, so once the world is safe, again, hopefully one day, um, my plan is, let's see, I want to travel like, what's reasonable, like a reasonable amount, you know, like, I, I did conventions for almost seven years after college. And it got to the point where it was like, yeah, this is really good money, but also it's like really tiring to like fly to Texas one weekend, fly home and fly to Chicago the next weekend, fly home and then fly to Georgia the next weekend, you know, like three weeks in a row and praying that you don't get stranded for three days <laughs> when you know <laughs> <what's> happened once. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so uh, I decided to kind of like, not really retire, but to just step back, which I want you know to just rest that makes sense so like, make
2: perfect so like, it's in this
1: situation. situation. Yeah. yeah and you know now I have my little dog at home and I'm just like, dang, how do I leave you? Hmm. But I do want to continue to do you know some conventions. I really like Momo con in Georgia. I love going to Georgia. I love going to the Waffle House in Georgia. <laughs> um, so I would probably go to there. And then New York City does have like a few conventions, you know, like um, NMA, NYC, and there's FlameCon. And then of course, the Black Comic Book Fest and Schomburg. you know, so those I would have no problem going to. But um, if I had, you know, the time and someone can watch my dog. I would love to like travel for like book signings and readings to and stuff cuz it's fun. So it's something that I don't want to like permanently close off, but definitely not something that I want to do like 13, 15 times a year. <laughs> you know, so Do you
2: miss like the convention scene at all or not? Nah?
1: I miss my friends. Most of my friends were like convention friends, so I don't I haven't seen them for a long time, especially with COVID. So I, I miss that. Like that was really fun. But I do miss like interacting with people. I had a really cute setup, and it was it's nice to meet people at conventions. And even though I'm like really terrible at announcing when I'm going to be at a convention, but people are really good at finding me anyway. Probably because I'm so pink. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I've had like a lot of really great positive feedback at cons. Like, I've had people in tears at my table just being like, thank you. Thank you for making love pawn. And I'm like, I don't want to make you cry. But I appreciate your love that you're giving me. (laughs) And I just, you know, I never um, expected something like that to like happen. Um, So it's, it's, I'm really grateful that I was able to pursue it, you know, thank you, mom, for not beating my butt for <laughs> not being a doctor or something and letting me just like screw around and be like, Yeah, I guess I'll go to like this convention. I don't make a lot of money, but you know, next year I'm making more, and you know, it happens. Like, uh, if you're getting into conventions, like, you know, it's definitely like you're gonna suck at it at first, like, oh not to discourage you or anything it's got to hurt you know the first couple of conventions but once you figure out you know what's your niche um and how to really do your setup and you know everything like it starts to come together and each convention cells go better you know you get into the swing of things and it's really fun it is wow <laughs>
0: So kind of reeling a bit back to uh, a few things I noticed in the story. It was uh, something I was curious about. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if it was like personal interests of yours. Obviously, you're into the uh, magical girl uh, scene. uh, And you're probably a bubble tea lover. But uh, I noticed, uh, especially with Rachel, the Mm -hmm. interest in uh, online MMOs. Uh, especially, uh, what was it? Uh, Fantasy or Fantasia Nova Online? Was that a reference to <laughs> Fantasy Star Online?
1: Heck yeah, I love it. Uh, I was like the only MMO I ever like really played. I loved it. I had it on the GameCube, and I just loved making characters for it and playing. And I'm like, please make like release the new ones over here. Like I want to play it. I'm so bad.
0: <laughs> I saw that. I was like, is that, is that nice? "Are you guys able to hear me?"
1: Yeah,
0: right, uh, you're coming in now. You were you were out for a bit. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm having
2: a little bit of an issue with my camera on my end. I apologize.
0: Yeah, yeah. go ahead. What was your question?
2: No, go ahead. Go ahead. One second. I'm trying to fix it right now because I'm still okay. kind of okay. having a little bit of lag on my end. I apologize.
0: Fine, but um. Well, yeah I was I was excited when I saw <laughs> that I was or uh, further excited because I was into uh kind of the interests of the characters. I was uh it actually comes back to kind of uh, what uh, we try to reiterate uh, on on our end and uh, what we've come to realize with a lot of other professionals in the industry where it's a lot more important to for these stories to have some originality to them, that their interactions come from personal experiences. And I noticed a lot of these characters, uh, they your, or your characters in Love Pine specifically, mm-hmm. they had a lot of originality to them. To them. There oh, was a you. lot of their lingo. I noticed that I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's kind of unique to uh, unique to over here in Michigan." <laughs> <laughs> and um, but I, but especially when I was seeing uh, some of the online MMO uh, scene, I was like, "Yeah, that speaks right right mm-hmm. to home here." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, they always say like it's best to write what you know. So um, I wanted the kids to kind of feel like they went to like a inner city high school. You know, they're gamers. They're they're into anime and everything. You know, they're, they're normal teenagers doing stuff. You know. Um, Leah loved cute things and she loves watching magical girl shows and everything. And Rachel, you know, she goes home and she games all night. That's why she always looks exhausted. And then you have Lewis who is like really sweet and he worked at a bookstore and um, actually he likes to paint and stuff. Um, and yeah, so they all, they all have like their own interests and everything. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. okay I think-
2: I'll a- Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Okay, I can hear, I think I can hear everything. Okay, I still think I'm lagging a little bit on my end, so I apologize, but quickly I wanted to know, who would you collaborate with out of any like creator in the world? So if you had the chance, I mean we can even include the creator of Sailor Moon in this if you want, you know, but who would you collaborate with if you had the opportunity? Or would it be oh. no
1: one? Okay, um... Hmm... There... Hmm. Hmm. Like I've, I have several answers. Like, like. Okay. So, like, right off the back, I would love to just say, like, Jackie, I'm waiting. I still want to collab with you with a dorm term- Let's <laughs> make <like> a collection. <laughs> um. But also, I. Oh man. I think like man, if I had like my own brand, I would just love to do like some kind of like Care Bear collaboration. I love Care Bears. Um. <laughs> But like like comic wise, oh my gosh, I I don't know. Like I never thought about that before. Um, but I guess it would be cool to do like some kind of Sailor Moon collaboration or something crossover. Yeah, like a crossover or just you know like a cool like Shauna draws Sailor Moon special or something. <laughs>
2: That'd be awesome, to be honest with you, you know, to see that. (laughs) I'm like, I'm all about, like, crossovers, too. That's why I've mentioned that, because it's like, hey, you know, you guys do a crossover. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be ideal to have, like, people, like, fight, but maybe, like, they fight together against someone, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That'd be pretty awesome. Um, I know when it comes to Sailor Moon, like, I haven't, funny enough, I never finished... Sailor Moon, but I think about, like, was it Sailor Moon Crystal, right? I don't know. How do you feel about Sailor Moon Crystal Crystal versus, like, Sailor Moon? Do you like Sailor Moon Crystal? Because I always hear from, like, some Sailor Moon fans that they weren't really crazy about Crystal, you know, Um, how it was.
1: Yeah, that's mostly because, like, the first season... Like the first two seasons, the art was just atrocious. It was just a darn shame. Like, how are you going to make my queen look so ugly? Um, but come season three and the movies, like they totally rehauled the artwork. So it's really, really gorgeous. Um, I really enjoyed watching like their take on Sailor Moon. R or is it, is it R or is it S? You know, oh dear, I'm slacking a little bit, but... The arc that they did it was really no it was s definitely okay yeah it was really good um like it depends what you want out of Sailor moon if you want something that's going to focus on like the girls like everyday friendship and stuff then yeah watching like the original series will show you you know why this has been like part of everybody's just this is 90s anime like it's quintessential 90s anime right there um but if you just want to experience the story real quick then watching through sailor moon crystal will give you that since it follows the manga more closely and um the manga goes like really really quick you know they don't they don't they don't go like they still have like you know show like the relationships and everything but since the original anime had like so so much filler to it being you know that's just how they did anime back then you get to experience so much more of like who these girls are, um, but I like Crystal now. I'm really excited for the you know English release of the new movies that came out in Japan. Um, they look beautiful every time I see the trailers. I'm like queen.
2: <laughs> Have you ever gone to Japan?
1: No, I have not. The only place I've been to is Canada. I need to get a new passport and travel more. When the world is safe again.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! I think that's all of like everybody's like, yeah. Come on, let's just. It's like a time clock. Like, come on. You know, we're Sailor Moon. Can't Sailor Moon? Well, I don't know if Sailor Moon has the ability to, to free everybody from COVID. You know. You know, maybe <laughs> oh my- Leia has the ability to do that with her love. I don't know. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm I'm being cheesy. I know, I know. People are like, what the heck, man? It's like, hey, you know, I have to be a little cheesy sometimes. <laughs> but um we have a few comments. Uh let's go to it. Uh let's, let's see. see. I'm still lagging just a little bit, so I apologize if I take a second. Nah, yeah.
0: Berger. He uh he, he comment to uh Jeffrey Lilly, that can man, so he's, uh, he's like, What's up at Lily or Illy? Illy Lily Family. Marcel Gray from my first cosplay in con Yumacon. I was uh I was uh, I'm I am do not I don't know how I was supposed to appropriately pronounce that. I apologize, but I'm a date I date ADA's from Adorned and I freaking loved it.
1: Oh, so cool.
0: Waffle House is double heart. <laughs> Yeah, we're came in. Fantasy Star, another star fan there. Yes. <laughs> Ray Hama, what are the top five anime songs you guys like? Is
1: there enough time?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if you know yours off the bat. Ah, that okay
1: from Tokyo Ghoul. I'll just you know sometimes I just play that on a repeat. Wait,
0: which song on Tokyo Ghoul?
1: The original opening song, theme song. Yeah. So oh, okay. I love, it. I love that song so much. um My Will from Inuyasha, the first theme song. Ooh,
2: I almost. tell people, I tell everybody that song is great. I just love that you said that. I'm sorry. I know I lost it, but like. <laughs> Cause I have some people like, oh, that song's alright. I'm like, no, nah. that was probably the first time I started loving Japanese music when I heard that yes, song.
1: Yes, yes. Like, oh my God, spending like a half an hour trying to download that three-minute <laughs> song and just listening to it for the whole week. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I love it. Um, I love um, the Cutie Honey theme song. I love Cutie Honey. Uh, um, um, let's see. I want to keep going. I like. I, I like my Sailor Moon, the original theme song, but also I really like the- is, The original, Stars. like the
2: Japanese or like yes, the- Yes,
1: Jap- Well, I mean, yeah, the English one too. That one's fun to sing, but for like the Doki Doki, <laughs> Doki in my heart, I like the Japanese one because it's like, oh, Miracle Romance. But I like the um, Sailor Stars theme song also because Friendship, and the animation for that was so sweet you know because there's like the scene where the sailor scouts do they're, they're like all falling through the sky and then you see like hands reaching out to touch each other and you know the first hand sailor moon but the first hand to grab hers is sailor mars and that just shows you how much they care about each other even though they fight so much in the anime sailor mars is gonna be there for her girl and you cannot fuss at her she's gonna fuss at her but you can't and it's just i just love it um, <laughs> Taylor Moon. everybody loves, like, I ship her with everyone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I uh, hope that was <laughs>
0: I guess he was at, I guess they were asking uh, all of us. So um, I, I I don't have to try to, like, uh, run through my roster, like, more efficiently. But if, just off the back of my head, I could, uh, I could think of uh, Hacking to the Gate from Steins Gate uh what was the trader's requiem from jojo's bizarre adventure golden wind uh unbalanced kiss from yu yu Hakusho, and uh let's see bluebird from naruto that was i think that was a nostalgic classic right there and uh, i i gotta agree with you uh I, my will from inuyasha that that that, that hit home <laughs> that actually did. you
2: gotta put my will up in there you know i don't care what nobody says my will um what's the other one uh you know what i forget the name of it but the Naruto ending that, I just call it Sha-La-La, where it would be like, Sha-La-La, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. It's like, I think it happens right after Bluebird. That's my favorite one out of any of the Naruto openings. And then, um, um, I like Dead Man Wonderland's opening. Uh, that one's pretty nice. Um, it would take too long for me to get to the other two, so I'll revisit that another point with you guys. But let's move on. <laughs>
0: Marcel Gray said, hell yeah, care bear. <laughs> uh Jay Baker, typo. Ray Hama, one of mine is from Seven Deadly Sins.
1: I love that. Right.
0: Marcel Gray again. Okay, I need you to create a Spotify playlist, ma'am. Please <laughs> and thank you. Jay Baker saying, what else to Marcel Gray? And uh Ray Hama sit down. What you know about JoJo? Hey. Add <laughs> Hey man, I don't think you caught up with Jojo as I as I am, man. What up? He said uh, Kogia's. Oh gonna, no, no, no. Done. Actually,
2: no, 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 no. Ray Hama, thank you. Because actually, you did you did actually pick my number one favorite opening. Yep. And this dude knows now it's not so much in sequence it is in song, and that's Kogia's colors. Yeah, you know I love that song. Oh my
0: gosh, man!
2: Don't even get me started. Anyway, let's let's move on.
0: Jeffrey Lily showing showing my age here. The closing songs from Detonator, Oregon, OVAS were awesome. Hey man, that is your age, dude. <laughs> all right, Ray Hama. Yes.
2: Yep. Uh, That's all right. All. Okay, so in terms of the the um i would say the designs of the characters right like mm-hmm. let's say like for example like the outfits that sort of thing where did you draw inspiration for the that aspect of um, princess love poem you know or did you uh, just basically kind of already have it all figured out in your head
1: no um actually i looked at like a lot of different stuff um but for princess love i really wanted her to feel like a wedding dress lolita Um and honestly, like I'm still like messing around with her dress design. Like I really want to like reboot the series and it's probably gonna have like a different outfit.
2: Yeah, I saw like (laughs) when you posted a like a um, redesign you were working on um the other day, actually. You know, yeah
1: something that I can be like more consistent with, but um because I swear people draw Princess Lepon like way better than I do, and I'm just like dang y'all, y'all just took what I did and y'all went with it. Thank you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh my goodness no like i i'm like honestly i mean i feel like it you know when you look at like i don't know if you like when i look at your work though i mean it, it's it's tight like i don't see i guess what What do you mean like people You've seeing people who draw it better you mean like people who draw it like in a different style like as like in maybe they draw um, it more
1: they draw it where it's like it looks like a functional dress <laughs> i guess <laughs> but i've had people cosplay princess love so you know i guess it can't be a functional jaw. thank you so much for showing me that
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness oh man so like i have to ask you this too you know, how do you plan on, and you're already doing it, you know, with mm-hmm. what you're doing with Scholastic everything, but I'm still curious, how do you plan on advancing the game even further beyond than what you're doing right now? And what I mean okay. by that is like, and it doesn't have to just be in comics. So even, mm-hmm. it could even be, if let's say you plan on expanding that into other mediums, you know, with, mm-hmm. um, you know, creatively.
1: Yeah, um, actually, I just had a meeting um, last week with a animation studio. And so that's my next step is pitching like cartoon shows. So, um, which um, is so funny cause my family has always been, when are you going to work for Disney? Like when's your cartoon coming out? And I'm like, do you know how hard animation is? Like, why would you do that to me? Hello <laughs> and, and behold, like people are like, Hey, like, I really like your art. Like, have you ever thought about animation? Would you want to like pitch a TV show? And I'm like, Oh, okay (laughs) so um yeah that's something that me and my agent are working on currently um like it's a little bit on the back burner just because i have so much book work that i have to get through but um i'm definitely like interested in like you know pitching like mimi and penelope out and other ideas um and beyond that i want to have my brand and maybe get into like making like cool t-shirts and stuff like that and um you know have my own little side business that's not just purely like drawing comics and um I would like to get more into teaching like I've done a little bit of teaching before and um yeah I'm like you know I I should try that You know, so those are some things that I would like to do. So you
2: actually, are you planning on trying to animate or get animated um, like Princess Love Pond? You know, is that like the project that you're pushing for that? Or Um, obviously, you may not be able to say, I understand if you can't, (laughs) but you know.
1: Um, Like Princess Love Pond, well, the studio that I was in touch with isn't, Like they love it, but they're like, "There's too many princesses, so we can't. Let's not do that one." And I'm like, I get you, I get you. Um, But like other studios, I
2: call BS on (laughs) that. Or not? Like I'm saying in the sense that I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, representation is extremely important, you know, and in terms of what you're doing. So I mean, I hope that you're not just taking that as like, "Oh yeah, whatever." I'm like,
1: just just for them, it wouldn't be a good fit, especially like with the demographics that they, you know, um, aim at. Um, but other places yeah yeah probably most likely like princess love pond it's like one of those things where it's like it's my baby you know like i really love it like i want to go back and finish it like people are like are you ever going to do this and i'm like i want to like i got really depressed and i stopped working on it but also it got me like a lot of jobs so you know i will always like love it for that like it really was that stepping stone to hitting the career that I wanted for myself, but I do, you know, want to um, work on it again. I don't know if it's gonna be like something that I pitch to a publisher and be like, "Hey, like, please pay me to just draw this," and people are gonna love it, has fans. Like, it'd be crazy to pass this up, you know? Or be like, "Yo, Netflix, you want to animate this?" Or just be like, you know, guys, I'm just gonna post this cute Love Pon comic on webtoons. You can follow it. I will update it once a month. Like, it's kickass. Let's go. Um, I love webtoons, by the
2: way. <laughs> Tell them they got you a glyph, you know, and then they yeah. know. <laughs> no, seriously. It's like, you know, I'm like, hey, let them know. You know, let these people know. Like, hey, you know, y'all want to mess around, you know, act like, you know, oh, we're not sure, you know, we already have some princesses. It's like, this has got me a glyph. Like,
0: dude, like, uh, do yeah, you want to know this? Plenty of webtoons on there. I'm like, I mean, they're great. They're nice and all, but none of them are award winning. Exactly. Oh <laughs> you know so i mean seriously you
2: know like you know i think honestly in this case you know if they if, if that's what you've heard so far i'm like those people to me weren't on you know weren't in your corner like they should be so definitely I mean, there's it wasn't a lot of us that said wouldn't.
1: you know like as like oh we don't like it's just for their marketing and everything they just like we have a lot even with of... their
2: marketing that's a problem <laughs> with, with how things are you know, in the sense that I'm like, people think if, you know, like, for example, a representation that, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's not marketable, right, until it is marketable, you know, until they do see that, like, you think about, like, Disney, right, you know, like, Black Panther was a huge success, right, so I mean, now, you know, I'm sure they don't mind marketing something like that, right, you know, but it's kind of funny that that's how things are sometimes. So I'm not trying to get into that whole tangent, but like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm just like, Hey, you know, I, ho- I hope that they, you know, if they're listening to this if they wake up a little bit, cause they got a good product <laughs> in their hands if they actually listen. So.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure something that will become of it. Like, uh, it's been so many years since I even like was able to like last update Pins of Love Pond, and people still talk about it. You know, I don't even do anything and people are still talking about it and I'm just like, dang, I'm really like, like I ca- I gotta do something for y'all. <laughs> like, but thank you everybody. I'm so I'm so happy that you know people still like enjoy like what I was able to put out. And um yeah, gosh, like <sighs> the story was gonna go place. <laughs>
2: So I have to ask, since we're coming toward the end of this stream, um, and of course you guys can throw in your, you know, if you have any last minute questions, you can go ahead and throw them in the comment section below before we close out. But what is your end game?
1: My end game for, for like, Uh, just period.
2: Like in terms of like, when it comes down to your professional career and, you know, comics, like how do you see yourself like you're like okay you know maybe you may never hang it up maybe you might decide you know till you know the end of time or whatever to you know work on it but what do you ultimately want to see your career go do you want to basically have be like i have you know a bunch of animated works or do you want to be like hey you know i have you know a bunch of books in scholastic and you know i'm teaching you know in a bunch of different you know like you know across the country or whatnot and Teaching and and raising artists, you get what I'm trying to say. You know, like what exactly?
1: Um, really, all I really want to do with my art is just I keep it simple. I'm like, I just want to make stuff that you know, twelve year old me would have liked when I was young. And if doing that can bring some happiness to somebody else, then I'm happy. You know, like. I spend probably, like, way too much time, like, worried about impressing other people and thinking, like, what other people, you know, think about me. And, um, you know, whether it's good or, or bad, like, it can be, like, o- overwhelming, like, you know, even, like, a lot of positive attention. It's just like, oh, my god, that imposter syndrome's coming out. Oh, boy, let me go hide again. But. um yeah, so right now I've just been trying to like keep it simple and be like, what would make me happy? is just making art that I would have really liked when I was little. So if I can just leave behind, you know, some books that, you know, a little black girl can read one day and be like, wow, these are like really great. Like they look like me, you know, and they're really cute. And like, wow, you know, I'm really cute too. Then I'd, I'd be like, really, really happy. You know, I want the world to see that black girls, you know, dark skinned black girls, especially we are cute and dainty and magical and everybody has the right to feel beautiful and magical and powerful in their own right. And so that's that's what I want to do. Just make people happy.
0: <laughs> that,
2: that's awesome. Cause I'm, I can you agree with that message.
0: Documents for your future. When you retire, we'll revisit this, be like, that woman, you know, she inspired other kids. You know, I'll be a grandpa, and I'll be like, you know, you pay attention to that, to this woman's work. Anyway. anyway.
2: Dude's going to throw on, like, the mobster type of voice, you know,
0: (laughs) when he says that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
2: Um, You know, I do want to thank you so much today, Shauna, for coming on, you know, like, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Um, before we close out and I think we had a do we have any more comments? It looks like we had a few more that rolled through. You know, I do want to say really quickly also guys, if you did enjoy this video, make sure you thumb this video up. You know, uh, that helps every bit helps. And subscribe if you're new Thank to Shining you. Otaku, of course. Um, so it looks like our comments, um, let's see here. Ray Hama, may God bless you and your work, Shauna.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Marcel Gray, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Alright, happy birthday, yeah. or belated birthday. <laughs> uh, Alright, and looks like those are the last comments, so again guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you check out Shauna's work down below, and also with, with the uh, Mimi and, uh, and uh, Penelope that's coming out, right? Um, is there going to be, and I'm, this is just something that just popped in my head, like, are you is there going to be like any kind of like wait list to get the book, or you know, if somebody wants to pick up the book, you know, coming up, like, when can they expect exactly to get that?
1: Um... So, um, the book is still in its early stages. Like I'm doing like another round of edits for the thumbnails. So it's not going, it's not planned to come out until 2022. So towards then is probably when I'll be able to announce, you know, when you can pre-order the book and everything. So definitely follow my social media. That's where I will, you know, give you the latest updates when I can about my books
2: Okay. All right. So we'll have that down below in the um, in the description of the video. So you'll make sure, make sure you check out her pages. You follow her pages so of course you can <laughs> get the latest update uh, when it comes out, of course. Um, and one more time, thank you so much for coming on. Thank I appreciate it this me. Thank you. This was the award winning, glyph winning <laughs> Shauna J. Grant. Thank you guys, all from Shining Otaku. We will see you guys in two weeks with our next guest.
0: Very well. Shining lights. We will catch you all later.